Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of law. Hey everybody, and welcome to Off the Rack, the show where we normally talk about a comic that came out last week, but this week, last week, Deadpool 2 came out. Yeah. We're doing our old time thing right now, and that's very apropos considering what happens in Deadpool 2. Spoilers. Now, of course, we're going to be getting into some spoiler territory, but we'll give you a heads up when we get there. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sal. Now let's get into it. Deadpool 2 came out last week. We saw it. We... Have some feelings on it. We're going to yeah. jump into them. Before we do that, if you're just running out to the theater, you have, you're on the fence as to whether or not you should see it, I say go check it out. You? Yeah, look, if you saw the first Deadpool, go and see it. If you didn't and you have interest, you can still go and see it. One of the folk we went with revealed to us after we saw Deadpool 2 that they hadn't seen the first Deadpool, yeah. and they were fine. Now, I'm amazed we found someone who had not seen it. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> you can definitely check it out. Uh, so, yeah, Deadpool 2, which actually was funny. There was a lot of, like, weird uh, marketing around it. Great, brilliant marketing. But there's also, like, yeah. the plot synopsis was under tight wraps. Yeah. And so it was all about, like, a bovine attack or something. It was very weird. It's always very frustrating to read because I'm like, whoa. Give me, a, give me a breakdown of what the plot was, and they don't tell you. No, they just, won't do that. It's all over the place. And honestly, their marketing team, if we can just talk about that really quickly, yeah. I would love to be a part of that marketing Seriously. team. Because, like, I'm sure a lot of you saw that um, right before the movie came out, uh, there were suddenly all these, like, Fox movies that had Deadpool on the cover. of like, Deadpool was in Was in the all cover. the movies or whatever. And it says in the back something like, sorry, Deadpool's not in this, but you're still probably going to enjoy it or something. Yeah, like, it's very like, funny. that's amazing. And even when we got to the theater... The poster that they had up for Deadpool 2 was this incredible, like, illustrated, like, sort of, like... Rainbow uh, Bright. Yeah, style poster that was up there, and I was like, what? That's not what this movie is, but <laughs> I still appreciate the, the sentiment. This is kind of where we're probably going to get into spoiler territory. It'll probably just happen. Yeah, so, so I wouldn't cherry, cherry, cherry pick it. I'd add it to your watch later list and then mm -hmm. catch us afterwards. We'll see you guys later. That's right. Yeah, don't, we'll... don't forget to come back here. No, please. Come hang out with us. So Deadpool 2, directed by uh, David Leitch, yeah. or Leitch, uh... Tim Miller's gone. New dude. Yeah. Who actually directed like a Deadpool short between Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. Uh, and also was a stunt coordinator. Mm -hmm. And he most notably directed Atomic Blonde. Yeah. And I it definitely had a different feel than the yes, first one. Yes. Very much so. Um, most of the cast is all back. Uh, except for those who died. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. Uh, right off the bat I kind of like knew that they were going to kill off Vanessa. Yeah, I had Not that Not that I knew it because of spoilers, but like... Yeah, it's just you kind of had that feeling because it's like... You kind of... 
Deadpool, like, the reason the first Deadpool was so successful is because he had that goal. Now he's achieved that goal. Right. And now he's just going to be, like, a merc, which is fine. That's what he is. Right, but they showed you in the first, like, five minutes how cool but repetitive it would be to just watch a Deadpool movie where he does the things that, where everything's working out fine for Deadpool, and that's not an interesting movie. Well, for me, it's also, like... There are other superheroes who can be married and still make it work, but, like, Deadpool makes himself a target, not only with what he does, but his attitude. Yes. So it's like, of course someone's gonna try to find out if you have, like, a home life, and of course they're gonna take advantage of that, because, like, you're pretty verbose, Deadpool, you kinda... Yeah, you really stick it to them. You don't just kill them, you, like, make them feel bad about themselves. Yeah, they're gonna know it was you. That's the other thing. Uh, So yeah, Vanessa dies, and uh, that's, like, the linchpin for everything. Like, that's the the inciting incident. It Mm -hmm. makes him achieve a better goal, but interestingly enough, which I was very happy to see, because I'm a big fan of Marina Baccarin, I really like her career, I like her acting, and I was sad to kind of know in the back of my mind she was not going to be in the movie, Mm -hmm. that she's in the movie throughout the movie, and that's really good, because she's a good actor and deserves to be in more movies, and I didn't want her to get girlfriended. No, it's true. Um, It's funny, because, like, that convention I both liked and was just kind of like, all right. Yeah. Like, it was too... Part of it was, like, it was too... Too, like, real movie? No, no, it was just too real movie. It was just very, like... Yeah, right. Like, right. Like, I sure. get it. Okay. Like, if you need that for him, mm-hmm. go for it, I guess. But at the same time, I like that convention because it definitely harkened back to the first movie in its storytelling. Right. Like, it didn't we, just... see, we start, like, here's part of the movie. Now we're going to have a flashback. Now we're going to have the rest of the movie. Yeah. And, like, I kind of like that because it was like, hey, we're paying attention to the, what worked last time. Right. Yeah. They So they do kind of fulfill the formula of yeah. the original Deadpool. Um, but I also like they didn't Austin Powers it. Where it's like, who cares about that character? We want oh, to I appreciate similar. that. No, absolutely. Um, but I guess we can talk about the structure of this movie. Yeah. Uh, really, really explosive intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell money was spent. You could tell that they <laughs> that they learned from the previous experience of Deadpool 1. Where yeah. they're like, give them more Deadpool. Give them as much Deadpool as they can. Really amp up the humor mm-hmm. with uh, while also achieving that R rating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of... For me, I don't know... the. The amount of time between the beginning of the first Deadpool movie, where he's on the overpass, leading up to the overpass, there's a lot more time between those two oh, periods yeah. in time, mm-hmm. as opposed to this time. It felt like they were more just trying to achieve the same structure than actually being like, no, 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 it's an earned experience where we need to flash back to this moment. It, it no, just felt it's... like it was more manufactured than it was yeah, organic. Yeah, the, like, the stages, or like the acts of this movie, were more like, I could feel them, as opposed to them being so cohesive that I didn't even notice when we in transition yes. necessarily like this i could feel like we're in this part we're in that part and now we're in this part like, yes and that's not bad necessarily it's just i don't it was know noticeable it was very noticeable and i think that was actually because i remember i'd heard a lot of stuff about how like the this movie was chopped yeah i could see that they fixed it up i felt it even mm. if it was just in the editing that they were that they managed to save the movie because it is a fun movie and i did enjoy the hell out of it oh yeah but it does feel very put together mm-hmm. you know and i don't mean like oh it was a well-structured film and therefore i shouldn't have anything to complain about it's more that i just felt like i felt the work put into it mm-hmm. then it felt like it was an effortless experience yeah that's more. the thing yeah act one felt great act three felt great but act two it felt rushed yeah and a little out of place yes there was a lot of which moments is bizarre like that. because act two really sets up where the movie's going mm-hmm. 
And for me, that felt the most like, what? Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. I can't yeah. put my finger on what the issue was with that yes. at the time. I, uh, a couple things we did like that mm -hmm. I really want to focus on yeah. is a lot more comic book stuff in this movie. Uh, right? Comic book references, yes. comic book homages, and straight up characters from the comics yes. appearing in the book. Oh, absolutely. Movie. Like, it's funny, like, the big, like, the monster yes. in the icebox, you just, you didn't see coming necessarily? No, and I was funny because, you know, they I knew it was going to be a character. Yeah. And I knew it was going to be a fan favorite character that, like, they either hadn't shown or hadn't done properly. Right. And I still was surprised it was Johnny. See, now, I was not, especially because of the good man, the ugly we had just done. As soon as they introduced Black Tom Cassidy you and they like, mentioned oh, the, be... the, the monster there, and I was like, it has to be Juggernaut, right? Yeah. And they nail it. <laughs> right? I can't believe how well executed Juggernaut was. Yeah. Um, they And you know what it is? Less is more. Mm -hmm. Here's Juggernaut. What does he do? He doesn't stop and he wrecks stuff up. Yep. Uh, otherwise, that's all you really need. Yeah. He's a man of few words and those words are the things he's about to do. Right. Now, that being said, he does drop a little bit of like comic book like trivia or history that I just didn't see coming. No, the reference to him being Charles Xavier's stepbrother. Right. Uh, we don't get the Crystal of Ciderac. No. But it's there because it's Juggernaut, yeah. so it's implicit. And, of course, they get that because it's a Fox property. Mm -hmm. um, so, but, but we knew. You know, it was just, it was a really, really great addition and a great way to say, like, you know, X-Men 3 sucks, right? <laughs> like, let's just not do that. Let's yeah. Let's do something else. Let's do something better. I also appreciate them just using Juggernaut because it could have been one of those things where they pulled something random where it's yes. just like, okay, that's a oh, that's random funny. pull. Yeah. Like, that's interesting, right? But why Even Omega Red. Right. And that would have been interesting, especially with Colossus being in, exactly. in the movie. But it was like, no, let's pull something especially from like one of the first Deadpool comics ever. Yeah. Like, let's do that. Like, let's let them know that we understand comics mm -hmm. and we understand where Deadpool comes from. Yep. And um, let's and, just go for it. Well, and maybe apologize a little bit for what we did last time. <laughs> uh, because there's a moment that I didn't see coming that I couldn't believe they did. Okay. And that was a moment that we're never going to see in another comic book movie ever again. All right. And it is the moment where Juggernaut says, I'm going to rip you in half now. And then he pulls Deadpool and he rips him in half. Yeah. It is a straight up ultimate Hulk ripping Wolverine in half moment with all the gory goodness you would expect from a moment like that in right. real life. But it's also Deadpool, so he doesn't die. And it's just incredibly horrifying, <laughs> but satisfying. Right? It's something that Juggernaut would do, and it's something that he does do in this movie. And yes. it's, it's something that you would take for granted in a comic book, but it happened in the movie. And, and I wanted just... to take a moment and just be like, that happened. Yeah, that And it was happen. awesome. And it's funny, the aftermath of that didn't go the way I thought it was. No. And it really allowed for an amazing... Uh, like section of humor yeah because i assumed he was just gonna kind of pull himself back together especially because they took both parts right and no no they just needed his pants <laughs> yeah as you turn out and by the way this is another like nod to them for like this really bizarre and yet phenomenal attention to detail mm -hmm. because after that happens for the rest of the movie that deadpool's in his suit that suit is duct taped together yep and i was it... like that's brilliant he's got the one i like, got the one, one suit, suit. Right? <laughs> so he just Patches it up. But they also don't like make it a big joke or have a running gag nope, or have them say, like, I only have one suit. Like, no, it's just no. it's a visual if gag. If you saw you it, get. you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. You'll see it again. Yeah. Like, but I was like, that's great. I just, yeah. I love that. Well, I guess we should talk about cable. Yeah, let's talk about cable. I was worried about Josh Brolin being cast as cable, especially on the heels of Thanos. Yeah. Um, he does a great job with that version of cable. This movie cable yeah. is a really, really good visual representation of comic book Cable, mm -hmm. and they really did their own version of Cable, and I applaud that. You know, it's funny. I thought he was a decent visual. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because it's like you have a movie like Deadpool, and Deadpool's wearing like the Deadpool suit, and right. it's bright to some degree. I was missing some of the the color. Yes, I agree. Well, and then some of the additional yeah, like, some of the stuff. You might as well just go for it. You know. What yes, I mean? he should like, have been comic book cable, like with an X on his belt and like all these different <laughs> shoulder pads. I don't know if I need that nonstop much. pouches for days. I just I wish I wish it had been a little further to the comics. I get it. He's the straight man. Like he is there. Simply to fulfill the role of of having someone for Deadpool to just bounce off thing of. off, like you know, say things to him and not have them react, right? Yes. I get it, and I understand that they probably wanted to then visualize that as well, so you mm-hmm. weren't surprised. But uh, you could have got a little further. With yeah, it, the, the moment where there's a there's an image of him in looking in the mirror, and you see his like half metal body, which you don't really get to see too often, right? And it looked really good. I thought it looked pretty good. I thought they could have gone a little further with that too mm-hmm. um, because it looks almost a little organic yeah but I, it should I want it to look organic because it's from the techno organic vibe when I say organic though I mean like it looked like roots it looked like it was yes it did look like roots and I was like that's a little interesting it's just an interesting visual yes uh, now I was missing a lot of stuff that was like comic book cable like I missed the future he came from I wanted a <laughs> dark future yeah I didn't want like a future that looks like it's probably pretty good if not for this new character Character we put in this movie, who's we need to talk about in a, in, in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't like. I get it. The cable needs to have a paralleling goal. Yeah. To Deadpool, and it needs to be a family. It can't be the right. future I, of now, humanity. I think that they. This was an instance in which they looked at the budget. They looked at where they what buckets they had to put the money in, and I think the cable future bucket. Just don't it. show it. Right. But like, I think they felt like they needed to make you understand that he came from another future, so they just showed you the apartment. Right. And like, kind of like off you in the You see a little distance, in the background, things are going down. Happening. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Certainly not good, but I think that they decided to allocate money elsewhere. Yes. Um, especially when you have, as Deadpool calls it, like a big CG fight mm-hmm. um, between, oh, between Colossus, Colossus and, and Juggernaut. You, That's where the money's going. You're going to need to put some money over there. Yes. But I did, you know, as a comic book fan, I missed the fact that like, if you're going to redeem Juggernaut, maybe you could redeem Apocalypse. Yeah. Because the whole idea of this plot was the Kid Apocalypse story, where Deadpool has to save Kid Apocalypse. Yeah. And we missed that. Instead, we got who we got, and it was weird. I don't know. That whole that whole thing was 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 a site of contention for me. And the only reason why I say that is because Fire Fist Yeah, Fire Fist was so distractingly specific. For me, it was just that he was so larger than life and you put him next to Deadpool who was already the largest compared to life that they're in. Yeah. Um and so it, it just it felt like they were trying desperately to make sure the spotlight was on that character, but I'm, I'm there to see Deadpool. Yeah. And, like, a lot of my being distracted by this character came in that second act. Yes. And in that, like, like I said, like, there's something up with that second act. Yeah. And, like, I'm wondering if they ended up going back and changing things and cutting some things, because it just seemed like there was a lot of, like, 
character growth and like emotion that he goes through in a short amount of time where it just seems like what yeah you know like it's too rapid no his goal is very weird and it just it just it ramps up in a in a very yeah and i think they just didn't quite hit the nail on the head because over time you you start to understand that his goal is really just acceptance right and it just it doesn't necessarily shine through all of the you know weird quirks that they gave him yes yeah. You know, like, it's just, it, it, you kind of lose that, and it becomes very muddy. That's the, yeah, and that might have been my, my major gripe with the character. Right? I, and, like, again, that, I don't think that that's the actor's fault, necessarily. No, and no. I don't necessarily think it's, like, a huge problem with the movie. I think it's just something where it was just, like, that was a shame, and I, I kind of wish, again, I think editing would have tightened that up a little bit more so Maybe. to make it a little more streamlined. Yeah. A few characters come back. Colossus a fun arc, and I really <laughs> liked what he did. I don't want to dwell too much on it, but I really liked what they did with Colossus. Yeah. But uh, to contrast that, I really didn't like what they did with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Well, they had to get rid of her because now they had the kid. Yeah. You Which know, is too bad. She wasn't in it quite as much, and I, and I liked her, especially in the last one, as a... Like as a foil as for a, Deadpool, as a quote unquote and... millennial foil for Deadpool. Like I really enjoyed that. Yes. Um, and she was just severely lacking. But you know, the fact is, they put her in because they knew she was a fan favorite, mm-hmm. and, and they didn't had, have anything for her to do. And no, but they had so many other characters yes. to deal with in yeah. this film, especially introducing the kid character, right. Fire Fist. No, yeah, I agree. It's just it was a it was a shame to see her go. It was. We did get Yukio out of the mix. But not the Yukio from the Wolverine, so that's confusing and weird. Right. But you know what? Like, there's two Deadpools and there's two Juggernauts, so whatever. Right, okay. and I, I did kind of appreciate that to some degree because right at the beginning, Deadpool like like is like, you know, Logan, yeah, you go and you do this whole thing, you get the rated R, you copy me, and then you do that. I'm just going to do what you did, and like, so there was something. I don't know if it was subtext there necessarily, where they're like, we're also going to do a Yukio. Yeah, we're going to take Yukio too, and we're going to redo her, <laughs> and we're going to put her in the like and make our version of her. Right, but like I. I don't know what it was. I don't know if some people thought it was annoying, but I really enjoyed that running. Oh, the high Wade, high Yukio thing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, no, I'm I thought totally that fine. was perfect. Like, yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> like they didn't miss a beat with that one. No, yeah, every time they didn't miss it. It was great. <laughs> um, I guess we could talk about X Force. We have to talk about X Force. The establishment of X Force, right? And like again, that's where for me, like we go from the second act to the third act, and then I was like so back into it. Yes, like so back into it. Yeah. Uh, we see a bunch of fan favorite characters. Yeah, some of them in the and, icebox, some of them on X Force. Yeah, now can we just just really quickly mention with X Force with the like drafting of that team, how much it made me think of Mystery Men. Oh yeah. Oh, that was straight <laughs> up. I'm the Waffler. Yeah, I completely saw that coming. Right. I was like, this is great. I'm I'm having a good time right now. Yeah. Um, um, Shadowstar is the breakout success from <laughs> that. Uh, just establishing what a do she is, and then completely. Obliterating. obliterating him and every other subsequent mer- me- uh, member except for one except for one well except for two inevitably but right. except for one um so in that we of course get um bedlam played by terry cruz yeah i was sad to see him go me too because i love terry cruz yes um we get shatterstar we have domino we have um the vomit guy the, yeah uh zeitgeist yes and, who's a real x-man right and uh we have the vanisher <laughs> Who, by the way, there was a moment when we finally see the Vanisher, right as he inevitably um, dies. And um, I was like, was that Brad Pitt? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. (laughs) We have uh, Peter. Yeah, and good old Peter, who is uh, just a fan favorite. From the moment he appeared in the trailer, I knew he was going to be a breakout success. Yeah. Indeed, he was... He was a favorite. Yeah, I mean, he had very few lines. In fact, most of X-Force has very few lines, Mm -hmm. um, except for Domino. And uh, I think we should just... 
Yeah, we should address Domino. We should talk about Domino. Um, This is another instance of, uh, they took a character who was established as uh, one, Mm -hmm. like, ethnicity. They changed it up. She's like, I guess white, like, this table. I don't know what that counts as ethnicity. Right. But um, I thought that Zazi... Or Zazzy. Zazzy? I, w- I just straight up call them by the most ridiculous version of the Miss name. Miss Beats? Yes, Miss Beats. Did a really good job with it. I love the attitude. I love the banter between the two of them. She's not quite the straight person no. or the straight guy that Cable is, but she's not quite as ridiculous as Deadpool. Like, she kind of has this, like, look, I've got powers. She's a little more grounded in reality. Yep. She accepts her powers. She also accepts her responsibilities kind of with those powers to some degree. Yeah. Um, but she also isn't taking any of what Deadpool has to say no. without some sort of retort. That whole conversation about having luck-based powers and whether or not they're real, yeah. I loved it. The, first of all, really great comedic time between both Ron Reynolds and Ms. Beats. Um, honestly, like, I thought they did such a good job, and I loved every time that they had interaction with one another. Yeah, I, I liked their interaction better in the trailer than I did in the movie. Really? I thought it went on a little too long. Oh, I kind I liked it. I Sometimes I don't mind when they... Just kind of when they just keep it going yeah. when they Judd Apatow it. Yeah, I'm okay, like, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, um, you know, really great like visuals. Yes, with her. she was very cinematic, um, unlike with Deadpool. Yes, which I love. Like I love that kind of um, like, device yes. they use, like where like someone's describing something or like saying what the problems with something as it's either like occurring. Yes, whatever and, that phenomenon. And is thus, called. like you know, proving them incorrect. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Of course, I'm talking about when, like, she parachutes in and, like, she's going to stop the, the convoy. Yes. And, like, he's just like, well, luckily, it's not even cinematic. It's not even, like, well, Yeah, he's run, his running like? commentary is how she's not going to be able to do anything as she's totally handling everything. Yeah, exactly. That was great. Um, Just really great and really allowed for a lot of phenomenal, like, action sequences. Yes. And, like, it's just funny because, like, in my head, I'm like, well, I know she's going to win, and yet they still created tension. Not because really, like, because of the death of everyone else in X-Force. I was like, okay. they might just kill Domino for a laugh. And I, I was really worried about that. I see. Now, I was pretty sure they wouldn't because of the fact that I felt like they really wanted to prove Wade wrong. Right. Like, and, the movie was like, no, Wade. She's no. cool. <laughs> we worked really hard to make this character work. Yeah. And she did. I but, really dug her. But for me, like, it just came down to, like, this, you know, crazy Final Destination style. Like, <laughs> how is she going to make this work? Oh. Yeah. No, it's nice to see a reverse Final Destination. We're seeing yeah. an elaborate way someone doesn't die. <laughs> right? I really dug that. Or how her enemies do. Yes. Especially when cool. we get to, like, the, um... Is it an orphanage or like the school? Yeah, the it's others? like an it's like an inverted Xavier school. Yeah, it's <laughs> just the bad school. Yeah, um, but like when we're there in particular, it was a very Final Destination totally. for those poor guys. Oh yeah, I mean they're jerks. So so eat feel it. That no, bad. it's fine. I don't feel bad at all for anyone who does those orderlies. No. Uh, overall, it was just a straight up like it was fun. It was it was not too. It, didn't, it dragged in a few places, but it yes. didn't feel like a long movie. No, no, it it didn't. Um, it, it's funny. This movie had a lot more in terms of serious moments yes like a lot more so um i think they felt like they earned them with the good favor from the first movie they're like we can get away with having like real acting from ryan reynolds and marina baccarin yeah we can have a real scenes between like with cable where he's actually emoting yeah um and um I, and i gotta give them credit like i know ryan reynolds is way into being deadpool but i they did a really nice job of Finding a legitimate way to show his face yes. in this film, even though we're beyond the point where we should be seeing it. Yes. But, like, it worked. Finally, we can talk about the post-credits or <laughs> mid-credits sequence, um, which might have been my favorite moment from the movie. And it was, uh, they, you know, Cable sacrifices his ability to go back in time to yeah. save 
Yeah, Deadpool, he's going to hang around. By the way, quick aside, uh, Fire Fist blows up Deadpool and then inverts his costume to make it look like his X-Force costume. Yes! Super cool nod. Right? Wade gets Yukio and Negatonic Teenage Warhead to uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead to fix the time slider. Yes. And so he uses it immediately to benefit himself. Right, which is so funny because for a second I was like, oh, he's going to actually give it to Cable. Why no. would I think that? Well, maybe he'll give it to him when he's done with it. <laughs> why, but I really... why would I think that Wade Wilson would be like, yeah, well, it's funny because even when he gets it, I'm like, oh, what's he gonna, like, what are we gonna do? What's the, what's gonna be the, the joke? How yeah. long is the sequence gonna be? And he immediately, first thing he does, saves Vanessa. Yeah. And the, the producers are saying, it's canon. So, yeah. no, he, he whole just... movie's undone. Or at least <laughs> the part where she dies. Cool, fine, okay, I'm in. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, he just has to do everything else. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Just, that's uh, fine. But that was great. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, when he goes back and uh, rescues the Wolverine franchise from himself. Yes, well, I also enjoyed that out of X-Force, he only saved Peter. Yeah. Because like, he's like, screw the rest of <laughs> He just let... What did Bedlam do? No! <laughs> yeah! You had an opportunity. To, you know, Terry Crews would love to be in these movies. I'm sure you could have saved Bedlam. Again, you know, I get funny. letting Shatterstar go. Oh, well, and he was guys, a jerk. That's just kind of weird. Yeah, so why? I get it. You yeah. killed Peter. But like... But come on. Come on, Bedlam? Yeah. Well, and they could always say they saved him off camera. No. No. <laughs> but uh, then, the, then he saves uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yep. Kind of. Well, he saves himself from... Yeah. It. And that is amazing. That was spectacular. But I mean, all looking... we know for a fact is, uh, what's his name's not coming back? No, Shatterstar? No. Oh, Bedlam? No. The Vanisher? No. Zeitgeist? Uh-uh. TJ Miller? Yeah. He's not coming back. No. Sorry. Sorry, TJ. Sorry. You know what? I'm not. Don't be a freaking idiot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so there you go, everybody. Thanks so much for watching and uh, checking out our review of Deadpool 2. Mm -hmm. And let us know in the comment section down below what you think of Deadpool 2. Yeah. Looking forward to continuing the chat down there. We'll see you guys next time with an all-new episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Thanks for watching. Bye.